gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Galloway and Isabel podcast. My name is Thomas Galloway. To my left is Evan Isabel. How are you, Evan? Yo, I am doing av- above average. I'm above average. Good. That's good. And to my right is Noah Galloway. How are you, Noah? I'm doing awesome. Oof. That elevator is loud. Yeah, it is. That's okay. Would it be better if we were inside of the elevator? Arguably, yeah, because it's not as loud inside as it is from wherever we That's are. That's what I've heard. And like we yeah. talked about, all cool movie scenes take place in elevators. So why not have a podcast there? Yeah. It, we could probably incorporate that into the name as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, well today, for, we're going to, a little bit later, talk about... Noel, what did you do this morning? I walked into a lake. Noel walked into a lake this morning. We'll walk, talk about that a little bit later. Um, Evan has an announcement for what he's up to in the future. And then we have some restaurant questions mm-hmm. about kind of... Etiquette, general etiquette, stuff like that, and then, um, and then if we have time, I have what I think is a somewhat controversial opinion on wedding rings. Ooh, Ooh now we're talking. So, before that, this um, is my is is my cue. <laughs> no, actually, not quite. Ah, uh, <laughs> cues are so hard. But this podcast is brought to you by Morning Bell Coffee Roasters. Morning Bell offers a diverse and unique selection of specialty coffees and have direct personal relationships with their suppliers. Every morning I make a latte with my espresso machine and I always use Morning Bell coffee. It's always different, always interesting, and overall a great way to start the day. You can visit Morning Bell at 111 Main Street in Ames, Iowa, or get their coffee at the Wheatsville Co-op or either Hy-Vee location in Ames. If you do not live in the Ames area, that is not a problem. You can order off their website, morningbellcoffee.com. And shipping is free anywhere in the United States if you order over two pounds of coffee. And whether you visit the actual location or order online, let them know we sent you. They like hearing how new customers hear about their business. And it shows us and them that this sponsorship thing actually works. And don't forget to subscribe and share with others. It really, really does help. Okay, so Noah. Yes. The lake. So how long have you been walking into the lake? You know, Thomas, I started taking cold showers about a year ago, and then I just kept doing that for about nine or eight months, or not, about nine, ten months, and then recently I started walking to a lake, and the water's very cold, the temperature outside is obviously very cold as it gets into the winter months, Yeah. and so, yeah, that's what I've been doing recently. At what point are you going to stop walking into the lake? Um, because at some point... You might not physically be able to. Do yeah, that. and that's that's the problem. So you know, ba- last go based ahead. on this morning, how close do you think we are? Like, give if you had to pick a number of days you think you have left to do this safely, what do you think it is? I would say. Can I say a temperature? Uh, sure. Yes. That's I good. would say about thirty-three degrees outside. I could. And do what's it. the coldest you have? The coolest temperature outside that you have walked in the lake? 39 degrees, and it was very windy, and it was just a cold wind. And it was snowing. What did you have after, like, after you get out, how do you, like, recuperate? I, I walked, no, I didn't walk, but I drove back to the house and then just crawled into bed. And it was, (laughs) it was a while before I felt completely good. Okay. And so you have been doing this for how many weeks, would you say, walking the lake? I've done it for about a month. A month and so four weeks. Most most of the days. Yeah, most of the days. And and you haven't gotten sick. I haven't. You have not had a cold in nope. that time. I haven't. Okay, that's good. That's really interesting. Yeah. I um this is the culmination of your your your, your lake story and yeah. the morning bell coffee. 
Um, I was actually yeah. listening to a podcast today, nice. and they um, they have a similar um, sponsor that's a coffee sponsor. Mm-hmm. They're talking about they they this story about how this guy he goes in to get his coffee and he gets his coffee. And he's, he just loves it so much, he freaks out and he pours it on himself and <laughs> runs outside in joy. Yeah. Now, we can do a similar thing with Morning Bell because mm. it is so good, yeah. but it's also warm. So after you get out of the lake, to recuperate and re-energize <laughs> I just a nice steaming cup <laughs> yeah, of like Morning a, Bell. Like a shower yeah. poured on my head? Yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, all right. All right. Yeah, and so I just want to say that there's two types of fat. There's brown fat and there's white fat. The brown fat keeps you warm and is very good for you. The white fat is just extra reserves for when um, there's a famine. Obviously, in today's society, we don't have famines. Yeah, there's food all around. And And so at the beginning of my showers... I was my skin would get red after I got out. Mm-hmm. A few months later, my skin wasn't red, and so I would say that brown fat has just keep has kept added added up, and now it's now I'm immune to that. His, his skin stuff. wasn't red; it was actually gray, and he had died. No. <laughs> Is there a way we can test this brown fat food? Can we do a little? I've got an exacto knife upstairs in my room. <laughs> I would be willing to lend my exacto knife for the... all right. Yeah, that's good, but. Honestly, like what I got out of this is we need to hit up Morning Bell and get some coffee mm-hmm. for you to pour on yourself after the next time you go in the lake. There's something else I wanted to say. Okay, yes. All right. So when you walk in the lake, there's three major obstacles. First is getting to the crotch level, which is not, it's pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> and the second level is your chest where your heart is. Right. And, and then when you get down there, it, you don't. You don't take a breath for a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. It just kind of stops, and then, and then the and heart. Then, yeah, the heart. Yeah, <laughs> as in heart. And then, and then it gets going again. But and then the the hardest part is going underwater. Your head underwater Ooh. because then when you come up, you start to feel a little foggy, maybe a little dizzy. But <laughs> but you know, by the fourth or fifth dip down and completely submerged, you feel a lot better than you did the first time. Way better. And you feel fine. And, okay. And and after a few minutes, you start to feel warm or numb. I'm not really sure. I'm not sure if that's healthy, Noah. <laughs> and, Noah. <laughs> and so I would say that just for, like, as life is concerned, just when you start to do something that you've never done before, you start to feel fear. Yeah. And... And then at the beginning you start to fail because you can't control your breath. It beats and you just can't you can't stop anything. Yeah. It just it goes and goes and you can't control anything. And then you start to focus and then you just stand there and concentrate on breathing as much as you can. And then you become your breath becomes stable. Yeah. And then when you walk out of there you feel like a champ. That's cool. And after that, like it's and that's with everything. If you get really good at something, you feel like a stud after you do it. Yeah. And so I just that's my take on right on comparing it to life. Nice. Right on. And I'm I'm in favor. You continue to do this for more content. Yeah. For the also, if, <laughs> also if someone wants to start doing this, um, talk to me before you do this because safety is a concern. <laughs> and so you probably should start doing cold showers, and and then talk to me after that. Yeah. My email is noah.galloway at gmail.com, so you can hit that up. Yes, do that. And if anyone would like to, I can start a GoFundMe 
for anyone that would like raise, I don't know, like five hundred dollars to get me to do this with Noah. If okay. if someone wants, right. if if there's five hundred dollars on the table, I'll do it. Or yeah. if you don't want to do that, we can use that in case I have to go to the hospital. That's true. We could do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, also, right. also, it's kind of strange because old people walk around this lake, Ada Hayden, mm-hmm. and they have jackets, jackets and stuff, and they look at you and you, they they don't really. I, like, I don't look at them, but they don't want to, like, talk to me or anything, because why would they talk to someone who's walking in a lake? Yeah. And, like, this, it. yeah, crazy, it's yeah. not exactly um, a good thing Kosher. for them. Yeah. Yeah, not sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would recommend starting with cold showers. There are supposedly a number of benefits of cold showers, health benefits, but at the very least, you start your day with something that you don't really want to do, but you just kind of... Oh, yeah. But you just make yourself do it, which is basically a lot. It which is a lot of things that we do throughout the day. Yeah, it's like that little life. that little guy in the back of your head. It's like, hey, I know it's really good that you're going to do this, but I don't want you to. It's like, yeah. like if you start your morning off punching that guy in the face, <laughs> punching yourself, that little guy that's telling you not to do what you need to do. If you punch him in the face right away, it's going to be so much easier. Yeah. Like going throughout the day. With that little voice, and he's he's already beaten up. Right. He's already taken him out. It sets the tone. Yeah, for the rest and it's of the a day. great twenty minute, um, just quick way to ignite the fight and flight, fight or flight. I mean, and just so you can just constantly have that um, to build off of through your out through your day. Yeah. Okay. That's that's this is good. And and, and yeah, go also ahead. one more thing. I just want I want people to start doing this because it feels amazing after you come out of the lake, yeah. and it reveals survival skills humans didn't think they have in today's society. Okay. Because, and you just have to uncover them. You have to reveal them. Like and what? Just like how, how, um, how much adrenaline we have inside of us. Because when I come out of that lake, I feel like I have Wolverine blood mm. inside of me. <laughs> I think that healthy though. <laughs> and I don't know. But, <laughs> but, the but, Wolverine blood, dude. <laughs> I want Wolverine blood. <laughs> you do realize how powerful humans are, and yeah. you realize how um, those guys back, like Native Americans. Like the, is it is it um, the people that lived in the north? Are they the Inuit tribe? That's not about right. Yeah, because I I think the other term is Eskimos. Yeah, I think that one's the inappropriate one. Yeah. I think I hope they prefer it anyway. <laughs> yeah, it just it takes us back to our um, original biology right that um, that we didn't know we had in today's society. Yeah. Does anybody else have anything else on this topic? Can you try it with really really hot water? Hot I'm water. sure you could. Yeah. Like boiling water. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. That can be your thing. <laughs> we'll do that. Like that and then you can dump a um, iced latte over your head from Cormorning Bell Coffee. Or we could just hug. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, all right. Yeah. Equilibrium. All right. Let's go. There we go. Okay. And I'll sit and watch and have uh, material for the podcast. Okay. So then, Evan, what are you doing next semester? Oh, next semester? Um, let's see. Oh, I'm going to Spain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Spain. yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Nice. So, um, I decided to go to Spain. Well, I knew I was going to Spain um, at some point in my last couple years here at Iowa State. Um, I just made the decision to go this upcoming semester just to get a bunch of uh, my work out of the way and because I want to be in Spain and not in Iowa for the winter. <laughs> if anyone out there is not from Iowa and does, has not gotten to experience the, the wonderful land that the Iowa landscape becomes during the winter months... <laughs> Um, 
Don't don't bother. That's my suggestion. <laughs> don't bother. It's like a two out of ten. <laughs> That's actually our stage slogan. <laughs> don't <laughs> bother. Don't bother. Evan, the Isabel and Galloway podcast. <laughs> don't bother. Don't bother. Um, yeah, just listen to Pod during the winter, and we'll update you guys. Exactly. Well, or at least no one I will. That could yeah. be our niche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. like people that like want to know what it's like to be like <laughs> in the worst place. Yeah. <laughs> in the like. Um, and oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, I just to say that. Um, so I decided to go to Spain this upcoming semester to study there. I'm leaving Carthus. You gotta say with the 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 Spanish accent. Accent. I can't even do it. Um, but I'll come back with Spanish accent. Accent. <laughs> and uh, but yes, yeah, decided to do that. I uh, found a really nice ticket um, for three hundred and seventy dollars. It's one way. That yeah. the normal price is about five hundred dollars one way. Um, the the catch is that it's twenty four hours, uh, twenty four hour flight. There's four layovers. First layovers in Port with Orlando, London, Dublin, Madrid. So yeah. uh, it'll be a right lot on. of fun. Boy. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, we're so basically what the the relevance of the podcast is that one of the members will not be here. Yeah. And. So we can, I don't know if we can work out a way to, for you to call in or not, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that's feasible, but at the very least, we'll, uh, we will continue to do some kind of puff format and we're open to suggestions what we should do. Yeah. Um, Maybe we can do like a scripted thing where like you send me a list of questions to answer and yeah. I'll like, I'll be like, oh, great question. And then <laughs> answer the questions and then like I'll record and asking some questions yeah. and then you like. We like set it up to make it right. look like we were together. Right, right, right. Yeah. Or we could just have you say a bunch of words and then like piece them together how we think how we think you'd answer. Oh, or we could what we could do. I think this one might be the easiest. Easiest way. We'll just set up like a like one of those pads where like you push the button and it like ha ha, ha happy birthday <laughs> happy birthday. Yes. So we'll do that, but it'll be like just phrases that I like say. So like. Right. Oh, good one. Good, good one, Tommy. Good, 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 good one, Tommy. Yeah, that's what we're like. Ha, 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 ha. And that could be like the whole thing. And, every, yeah. and no one will notice. Yeah. Foolproof. Yeah, that was. Evan was so excited about that idea, he's now sitting on top of his chair. Yeah. I got. That's how I get. It's like if I get more excited, I'll just fly, start climbing. And I'm like, where's the next highest place? Here we go. It's only we have Instagram Live right now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's get to the restaurant questions. The first question is, what would it take for you to send your food back at a restaurant? I would say the worst possible outcome is a Harrison. Oh, definitely. And so you would just like run out of that place right. as fast so, as you can. So let's find the area where you are kind of like deciding back and forth, the gray area. What is the gray area? So like you're hungry, but they give you the wrong thing, but you're super hungry. Like, you know, how do we handle that? Well, if it's definitely not something I want to have, then I'd send it back because I don't want to pay for something I didn't pick out myself. Yeah. See, for me, if it's food, this is just personal. I, I totally, like, I can see why it's okay to send stuff back. But, like, considering the things I've had to eat to get by, <laughs> I, I've gotten to the point where it doesn't really matter. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I'm at a nice restaurant. If it's a nice restaurant and I'm with my girl... Um, and one of us orders something nice. Yeah. And it happens to be the same thing because actually this has happened before. Mm. 
I, uh, I ordered, well, this is just turning out to me realizing that I'm not a good boyfriend. I'm <laughs> um, having some realization. So I went, I, I went to Denny's. Solid. On a date. And, um, we weren't too hungry. So I ordered a salad. And it was really bad. <laughs> And I didn't send it back. So, no, I guess I wouldn't send anything back. That, that, that whole thing was just me realizing that I'm a really big wuss when it comes to gotcha. dealing with that. I have never sent anything back just because I haven't had to. And also, I don't really eat out that much. Like, yeah, and we um, handpick the restaurants we go to. We not, we're not just, like, walking into some place we haven't Googled. Yeah. And that leads us to the next question. If you were to walk into a place and you're like, okay, this is more expensive than I thought it was. Would you would you walk back out? Hundred percent yes. After you sat after you sat down, you walk back out. If okay, if I was like by myself, I'd do it. I'd walk in, walk out, golden. If I'm with a couple friends, sure. If it's like a, if I don't have any say in the matter, then I mean, right, yeah. probably can't do it. Yeah. This is my general philosophy. Okay, so as far as life goes. My goal is to try to get into like high level groups of people and then just act like I belong. So get in there by any means <laughs> by any means necessary and then just fake it. And so far it's work, it's working out all right. But what happens but when the bill comes? That that's that's interesting. So here's here's the problem. The one part the problem with this is in a certain scenario like this, even if I want to walk back out, I'm in this mode of just like, oh I this is this is I belong here. Mm-hmm. So like I would be very hard pressed to walk out of a place after I had been in there and acted like I should be there. <laughs> that's so that's a problem. Like I want I want to like have just, it's just like it's conflicting uh, it's conflicting things. How about this? Yes. You want to go where you want to go. Yeah. Can't afford where you want to go. Right. You go where you want to go, but you bring your own stuff and you order water and a salad. Okay, so I got bring. I'm bringing food. You bring in like I don't know some meatballs, some marinara, <laughs> some salad. Um, even though you're ordering salad, it's gonna be a small salad. You want to have a nice <laughs> extra salad. salad. Yeah, you want to actually have plenty of salad, two salads. And they won't know. They'll just be like, all right, bring me a plate for my uh, for my girl. We're gonna share this salad. But then you put your own food on the plate. Okay. <laughs> and he's he's yeah. none the wiser. <laughs> okay, I'll do that next time. Yeah, then I can continue to uh, put up the facade. Okay, the next question, and I really like this one. Uh, to what extent would you tell people they have food in their teeth? So we have, I think most people would tell a significant other slash sibling slash very good friend. But would you tell someone, how far does that go? Would you tell someone who is um, your work acquaintance or whatever you want to call it? Um, where do you guys fall on that? I mean, I personally feel like I would tell anyone because I'm not the one that would be embarrassed. Like, I don't... I don't see how that would be embarrassing to me. They have the food in their teeth. Yeah. Yeah, you're helping them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like holding the door for someone else. Okay. Sometimes I'm just like honestly too lazy <laughs> and don't care that much. Yeah. Um, there's this teacher I have. He's a really good teacher. Sometimes he has, um, he doesn't have food in his teeth, but sometimes he has like chalk on his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would matter if I told him because right. it doesn't really. This does he always have talk? I, I didn't plan on talking about this, but can we just, like complain about the having chalkboards in a university? We are a university where the students pay about seven thousand minimum 
to pay for their classes yeah. per semester. How do we still have chalkboards? Chalkboard. We have all this investing in new technology and all these things all over the place, but chalkboards. How hard can it be? Chalkboards are terrible for a million reasons. It's, for there's some, health problems that come with chalkboards. Yeah, they're loud. They break all the time. You can't ever erase a chalkboard once it's you've written on it three times and you're never going to get clean again. Is there's so many bad things about it, and I can't. And if your hand slips and your nails um, rub up against oh, that, yeah, that's just the a worst. Nice there's yeah. nothing good about chalkboards, and the fact that they can't. I the majority of my classes I've been in that have had a board that was been written on has been a chalkboard. Mm-hmm. That's insane. It's absolutely insane. It's I don't crazy. understand it at all. We pay so much money, and then okay, the fact that we pay so much money, and that's not even okay. Out of state students pay like double. Yeah, they pay about fourteen. Yeah. Um. International students, I think they pay like 20 per semester. It's a lot. Um, how are there science buildings? We're a college based on engineering yeah. and science. And there are science buildings where you walk into them <laughs> and there are pools of water on the ground. <laughs> I don't understand it. How is an engineering school <laughs> that is for engineering the future... Of buildings have water. that has a ton of money, have water, <laughs> pooled on the floors. Pooled on the floor. Evan about to hit his head on the mic. Okay. My, okay, so, food in the teeth. This is my general thought on this, is that whenever I'm with a group of people and we're at a place, I feel somewhat responsible that everybody is presentable. <laughs> and, like, nobody's embarrassing themselves. And... I feel we're kind of responsible for them. And so I will do that just partly to save my own reputation. Like I'm kind of with this person who has food in their teeth. Like mm-hmm. if we like left the restaurant and we're going someplace, so I'd be like, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a selfish, um, endeavor, yeah, something. selfish endeavor. Um, so yeah, I'd be, and, and it's pretty like, it's pretty simple to do. Like people don't really know how to execute, like how to say like you have food, just, you go like kind of like, you just kind of go make eye contact with them and say, Hey, and then you like point like just like a little bit, yeah. And then and then they like do, they like get it out or whatever, and they kind of uh, like smile like okay. kind of, a little bit like uh, you know you get, uh, like a little shamefully a little bit, and then you just kind of shrug your shoulder and smile like no big deal, you know. I and then it's all good, yeah. It's it happens good. to everybody. So yeah, it happens to everybody. Just it's no big deal. Well, so, what would you do in the case if you're you're like like yeah. you're pointing to your teeth and you're like hey you got yeah you give them the signals right. and they're like I know. They don't do anything. They don't do anything. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, that. on now. That's a good point. I have never encountered that. Um, and if that happened, I I would go to another, I would take another stab at it. I'd be like, did they really just do that? And I would try a couple more times, I think. At what point then, would you try to get the food out of the other person's Okay, mouth? honestly, if that actually happened and we were going to leave in somewhere else and say I was across the table so like there's say there's eight people and they're on the opposite side of the table and I can't like what is wrong with you like I can't have that conversation afterwards if we were leaving I like pull them aside like you have te- food in your teeth and you're okay with it that's what I would I would honestly ask because like I don't that would make, make no sense to me and then you slam them up against the wall and like <laughs> yeah. take a yeah. yeah. do it. I'm going to do this myself <laughs> <laughs> and they go out crying <laughs> yeah so that's how that would go okay the next question is eating outside. How do we feel about that? Um, and do we like it? Just how do we feel about eating outside? I love it. Yeah. If it's really hot and I'm sitting, then it's not good. If I'm standing and it's hot, I'm perfectly fine with that. 
But if it's and if it's cold, I'm I'm down with that. Yeah. Hot food and cold weather, that that's a perfect combination. Um I'm more of a warm weather type of guy. Yeah. But uh the only problem I have is when it's windy. Windy yeah, is windy's really, really hard. bad. This is my thought. Eating outside is either the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. There's really no in between. Either you're at home and you like want to go eat out on your deck or something, and you like f- keep forgetting things. Like you walk outside, like oh, I gotta grab a whatever, a napkin or a water or something, and you have to keep going outside and out, and that's super annoying. Or but at a restaurant, I do really like it, especially when it's nice out because people are bringing you stuff anyway. You're just kind of sitting there enjoying the um, enjoying the weather like that. That's a very memorable experience to have good weather and good food combination. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Some of my best memories have been like we were in Texas like a long time yeah. ago. I, it was at least ten years ago. Was it by, by the lake? Yeah, by the. I might have been. Oh, well, I got some pretty um, not very good pizza. So that's well. You're also like <laughs> we're a little. But anyway, but it, it was it was great weather. We were outside. It was it was a good time. So that that's a really good memory. Like when it all comes together. But at the same time. When, when it's all bad, it's, it's pretty bad. That brings me back to the eating outside. My first couple days in Costa Rica last summer when I was studying there, um, I got to my host family, went to the beach, and on this beach there's this really lovely... Um, ah, no, it wasn't lovely. It was, it was, it was shanty. It was, I think that's an adjective. That works. Shanty. Yeah, I like it. Um, looking little place. It was, it was all right. It was homely. Yeah. Um, sit down, and... What I wanted was fish, but fish was like, I think, 5,000 kernels. kernels. It was like, it equated to like $10, as it's like, ah. They had a burger, it was like two bucks, so I got that. Um, It was really lovely, because like, the place just had like a grill, and like these tents. But it was on the beach, and the sunset. It was nice. It was simple. That's cool. So... The restaurant, the whole eating in a restaurant thing brings us to when you're with a, your family or a group of people that you're not really like, you're not particularly enjoying yourself, say. It's like mm-hmm. a big group and you're just kind of like, oh man, I want to get out of here. Mm-hmm. But a restaurant is difficult because at a, say Thanksgiving, you can go escape somewhere. Oh yeah. You're at a house, yeah. you, there's go plenty of options. Play plenty of options. You get creative. But a restaurant, you're kind of stuck. You're basically, mm-hmm. re, you're basically, um, it's the bathroom or you're just going to sit there with your eyes glazed over. You can have the so, best, like, you can have a great time, or you can be a slave, or a capture, or a prisoner to this, the restaurant. <laughs> You're a prisoner, yes. So, does anybody have any stories, slash, um, any, any tips or strategies they use to avoid the, these type of situations, or get away, besides the bathroom? The bathroom is kind of the go-to. Mm. Does anybody have anything on that? And I'm probably asking this for learning purposes because I really don't have a good go-to. I basically sit there and my head kind of tilts back a little bit and my eyes are starting to glaze and my eyelids are kind of like, they're getting very heavy. And I'm not super tired. I'm more just kind of like, and then my, like the chair becomes very uncomfortable, even if it's a booth. Mm-hmm. It can be a perfectly comfortable booth, but it gets uncomfortable because I'm just like, just, I got to get out of here. I feel like I'm trapped. I feel like I'm tied down. Um... I think at that point, I usually just pretend to have, like, a, a seizure. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> and uh, I'm like, ah, guys, I'm, I'm going to go. I feel sick. I don't feel too well. Now leave. Yeah. Well, and they're like, wait, this doesn't make sense. He's walking just fine. I heard on a, another podcast the other day, one guy say that if you took two Vicodin, you can talk to anybody. 
Really? Yeah. So that's a recommendation for anybody. Uh, as uh, holiday months are nearly upon us, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Christmas, you're gonna Christmas. have to talk to some uncle that you don't want to talk oh to. Oh my gosh! I'd be. Oh, if any one of our viewers that is already up for the five hundred dollar GoFundMe thing <laughs> also happens to have some Vicodin. Yes. That, that might, that might help our channel. Yeah, forget money. Just satisfying. <laughs> this is a joke. Anyone that's listening, this is 100% a joke. Um, if this is a CIA that's listening, this is a joke. Yeah, CIA. CIA. Find, a new, find a new podcast. Yeah. yeah. So we're at a number of minutes, 28. And I think that's plenty. Mm-hmm. I will talk about my wedding ring complaints in a future episode. <sighs> Um, but uh, so stay tuned this has been another episode of the Galloway and Isabel podcast hope you all have had a good time does anybody else have anything they'd like to say before we leave nope that sounds like a nope um (laughs) walruses are fake (coughs) walruses are fake Trump (laughs) likes peanut butter sandwiches Mm. and and the color, and the color of yeah. polar bear's fur is clear. It's not white. Look it up. This has been a uh, controversial topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just to set this stage real quick, we were playing this game a long time ago, and it's like Pictionary, but it's like a descriptive. Ter- Instead of drawing something, you use terms to describe something. There's like little cards of terms, and and the idea obviously you're trying to get the people on your team to guess correctly, right? So Noah puts clear up for polar bears because he had read in a book that polar bear's fur is actually clear, but the light reflecting off of it makes it look white. As he's trying to get me to guess it, I had no idea what it was. I was like jellyfish, and <laughs> and it was. I was eight. Was, this wasn't two years ago. Oh. It was infuriating, but yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good place to stop. Um, everyone, tune in to the next episode. We'll talk about, also, okay, if you have any other restaurant-related questions you'd like to talk about, we'd be very down. In the future, we'll also talk about, um, like, traveling, like, road trip slash, like, automobile slash road rage questions. I have some stuff about that. Um, And then I'll talk about wedding rings, like I said. Um, But stay tuned, and thanks again uh, for, this is, my name is Thomas Galloway. Evan Isabel. Noah Galloway. This has been another episode of the Galloway and Isabel podcast. Have a great day. (laughs) 